a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I am excited about today's topic. We are going to be talking about family bonding time. This is episode 489 and you can find today's show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Also, I I invite you to check out my website that is MediaAngels.com and the wonderful books and products on the website. And you can check out the character planners that are geared for the entire family. These are written specifically to involve the family in demonstrating character traits throughout the month. And I have some really fun activities uh, that you can do as a family. I also um, wanted to share with you some thoughts about spending time with your family, but more so in a meaningful way in today's episode. And you can share this episode with a friend, your homeschool group, or others you know that can benefit from wholesome um, homeschool-centered, family-centered, you know, Christian-centered focused um, podcasts. And you can find more podcasts at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Have you ever thought about creating a special time with your family? And especially when everybody's schedules are so varied and different, it's sometimes hard to find time when you can gather as a family. A few weeks ago, I attended a wedding for the son of of some dear friends of mine, and they have a very large family. And during this time, I was able to catch up with the children who are now grown up. One of the sons has two children of his own, and he shared how he remembers catching his first fish in our pond at our home and all the good times our families had when they camped growing up. And he said he had such a happy childhood and that he was now working on creating memories with his own family. Well, as parents, we crave close ties with our spouses and our children. If you have a good childhood growing up, you want to recreate those experiences. Or if you feel your childhood was lacking in some way, you want to remedy this with your children. However, as parents, we often fail at working at relationships, don't we? 
For most of us, it's enough to crawl into bed with the thought, glad I made it through today. And I remember when my kids were really little and mobile, I used to tell my husband, well, they're safe for one more day. It was a daily struggle to corral little ones, and I felt like I was spending all of my time making sure that they didn't harm themselves. Well, as I um, you know, grew with my family and my family got older, these experiences changed, and then it was even more difficult to do things together as a family because everyone had just crazy schedules. If any of these experiences mirror yours, you understand that a family that gets along is really important. And sometimes it's an oddity. It goes against what we're taught in this society, right? Well, most of us spend time correcting, working with our kids, teaching them, or, you know, bringing them from place to place. And it's hard to get that closeness of relationships. In fact, we spend all of our time disciplining that we don't have, you know, much time to really encourage and build them up as people. And when you have so much time filling your days, the day seems to go in a flash without realizing that most of our day was spent doing the things we had to do instead of the things we wanted to do. I realized at different times in my life that we really needed to work together on that family part of the equation. That is, the kids weren't getting along or I wasn't seeing my husband much because of both of our schedules and he was working such long hours and we'd get up super early in the morning to leave. Most of the time it was before we even woke up. So it was important to spend time together before our lives just started taking different paths and in order to get closer together as a family. We always tried to pray each evening together, and that was one of the times that I feel like we really gathered as a family, because it was almost like no matter how late it was, or even if we were coming back from a ball game, and we were all in the car together, that would be our family prayer time. We never missed a time when we could pray as a family. But family bonding took place over read-aloud books in the evening, or camping trips with short day trips in between. We weren't able to take long trips because of my husband's business. Family bonding happened over the campfire in our backyard or my husband building a treehouse for the kids. I remember one time they made me lunch so we could do school in the treehouse. Bonding occurred when my husband made the kids breakfast one time and let me sleep in. I woke up to the stillness and quiet in the house that of course had me bolting out of bed only to find the four of them at the edge of our pond out front eating breakfast of scrambled eggs and toast. The older teenagers were still in bed. Sometimes our family forged bonds when we least expected it, and even with the age gap between the older two and the younger three, there is something that is more important than age gap, and that is the siblings having true friendship. How do you recreate this experience in your own homes? Well, I'll share with you some of the activities that worked well for us. When you enjoy family time together, you're creating a legacy, a tradition that may be passed down from generation to generation. This is something to consider when gathering ideas for things to do in the future. In our family, as I shared, we were unable to take really long family vacations. We took one 10-day vacation coupled with a wedding and two other shorter trips of about five days each in the 40 plus years of being married to my husband. And I know that sounds crazy, but we had plenty of little weekends in between. 
Yet even though our vacations were limited in days, it didn't matter. We made the most of the time that we had. We took day trips on Saturday to visit nearby museums or parks or notable historic structures such as an old library and a historic train. We had activities such as the Strawberry Festival that was nearby in February. It's a big time for strawberries in Florida. We had picnics at the park and viewed the night sky in our own backyard. We had family traditions that were Friday evening pizza and a movie. And this had to change when the kids grew older and became involved in sports. So we selected another evening that was free for our pizza night. We had a game night on the rare occasions that we played games. As my son says, we think we're a game family, but we're really not. We have too many tough competitors in this family. We enjoyed games, but most of the games that we played were educational and during school hours. As my children became older and their schedules varied, we still worked on family time when we were together. And I want to just take a a quick little note here to say that sometimes that family bonding time was with just dad or just mom, and then we made our family time of all of us together. I think so many of us wait till dad's around that sometimes we miss those opportunities when we can do things with our kids and have fun. Not to say that dad shouldn't be included, Um, But my husband was such a big part of my children when they played sports. And that was something I was not really a part of. I barely understood, you know, the games they played. I didn't play uh, sports growing up, whereas he did. So I think that each of you brings something different to the table. Each of you has a skill set or something that you do with the children well. I like to paint and draw and do crafts. That was some of the things that my children and I did together and I can enjoy with my grandchildren. So don't take this idea and say, well, we can never do anything together because our schedules just don't mesh. We forge relationships in those little bits of time that we have. Vacations are a great time to forge relationships, but in our case, we just didn't have the time, you know, days in a row to be able to do that. So we had to take those times when they came. And like I said, They included various activities, you know, some we made up at the spur of the moment and others um, that I feel like really helped our family to grow closer. I'm trying to gather now and put in a soon to be book. So one of the things I wanted to share with you is one activity that we did um, with with our family. And I tend to do some of these more heartfelt activities around the holidays and around Christmas time. And the reason is that we are so busy and so spread out. And then when my kids went off to college, a lot of times they didn't come home till like the week before Christmas. And even now that I have adult children, you know, one lives two hours away and, you know, the other one um, is in the army. So, you know, they don't have as much of a chance to get home. So these times when they get home are so precious. But um, so one of these activities, I, you know, I really think about it and pray about it and say, okay, Lord, what can I do? And I want to be inspired and not just go and look online and get ideas, although that's great. You know, that's great to do as well. And, you know, anything that I share with you, you know, make it your own. If something sparks an idea for you, you know, tweak it or change it. And, you know, hopefully this will give you other ideas. But I really wanted to talk about, um, you know, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And I believe there's 12 of them, but we focused on kindness, generosity, joy, charity, self-control, faithfulness, peace, and patience. 
And so what I did was I took um, stickers and they weren't really stickers. They were blank return address labels. I'm one of these people that likes to make my own address labels. And so I have, um, you know, stickers that are, there's 30 on a page. So what I did was I wrote out these um, different qualities that, you know, fruits of the spirit. And I gave each person a set as well as door hangers. Now, I must have bought these a long time ago. They're templates that you can put through your computer. So I even had to look online and find a template I could find and download. And then I found a scripture verse and some beautiful backgrounds. And I printed them on the color printer and, um, you know, took them apart and handed each of the kids, you know, one of these door hangers as well as a set of labels. And I said, just put your name on this door hanger on the back and then put these labels on it and just hold on. And as my sister-in-law says, my kids really love me because they tolerate me putting them through these, you know, activities as adults even, um, you know, or, or young adults. Um, and they did as well when they were younger and they were kids and teens, but they did. And then they waited for instruction. And so I, I collected everyone's and then I randomly had them select one from, you know, with their names hidden. So everyone um, had this door hanger. And I said, now what I'd like you to do is see whose you have and just pray for a few minutes. We'll just all be quiet here. And then just put like a star on the the fruit of the spirit that you are going to pray for that person, for the Lord to give them in abundance. So whether it was, you know, generosity or joy or, you know, faithfulness or peace or patience or whatever that was. And so everyone did it and then handed it back. And I said, okay, now make sure you make a note of what you're praying for and who you're praying for this year. And that was, you know, the person that they were going to be praying for. And, you know, it's just like the sense uh, for me anyway, of, you know, peace and joy that I knew I had this person to pray for. And so what I did with my door hanger was I wrote, um, you know, my son's name who I selected and I prayed for faithfulness and patience for him. Now this was several years ago and I still remember what I was praying for him because I prayed for him, you know, these traits for a long time. And even if we're miles apart, we were assured of each other's prayers. This year I gave everyone um, Christmas cards and I had them select a random name of a family member. I put everyone's name on a strip of paper and then I asked them to write this person a Christmas card. But first I explained that we all need encouragement and we all need something in our lives that we can look back on when we're not feeling great or when we need that boost of encouragement that, you know, we have our family to rely on and that we could pull out that card and reread it through the year. And so each person did that. We wrote, you know, a card to each other and placed it in our, again, and I placed mine in my Bible and my son, another son, you know, picked me and he just wrote such a beautiful, you know, encouragement to me. And one of the things he said was, you know, that, that God had selected me to encourage others and to teach others and that, you know, he was, um, you know, really blessed by my gift to others. And I have, you know, this podcast, as well as a few minutes with God podcast, I have several others. But these are the two that I podcast on the most diligently. And so, you know, I was really touched because sometimes you think, do your kids even know what it is you do? 
And I had have that reminder now in a card. So even if the kids are little, you can adapt these activities, you know, like with the fruit of the spirits, you can give them, you know, four or five or maybe six to select from and go through and explain what they are. You know, for a Christmas card, if they can't write, you can have them, you know, draw a picture of what they're praying for that person or something that will encourage that person. And, you know, again, all we're doing in these activities is we are letting our family members know that we are there for them. You know, my adult son uh, sometimes will be on a job site near his sister's house and he will go by there because they homeschool and he'll just pop in at lunchtime and, you know, eat his lunch with their family. And they just love it when he comes over. That's what I, I you know, it's like one of those prayers that you never knew you really wanted, but I wanted my kids, even though the two older ones are, you know, lots older than the younger ones, I just wanted them to be, you know, close and to be friends. And it's like God has answered that prayer, but it's, he's also answered it because we've encouraged them to do it. And he's given us that fortitude to do it. Listen, it is so much easier not to do any of this, right? Just to put the kids in front of the TV. You know, we've done that before, or, you know, just let them do their own little activities. But it is important for us especially when they're younger, and more especially as they get older, and even adults, you know, coming back home to visit, to have that, you know, knowledge that gosh, somebody is praying for me, someone's praying for diligence, or someone's praying for my faithfulness, or someone's praying, you know, for fortitude, or whatever that is. And just knowing that family is there for you is so important. And I pray these activities spur ideas of your own, and it helps you to feel valued, cherished, and loved. And these things will repair many of the hurts that are found within families and will help your family to get stronger. And that's what I pray for you today. Thanks so much for listening today. I will be back soon with another episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. You can get today's show notes on the website at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, episode 489, Family Bonding. Take care, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.